Hey everybody, it's Mary with Sniff Dog Talks Dogs. I hope everyone's doing well today. Uh, my friend Deirdre, I think I have mentioned before, is getting a puppy. She's getting a cockapoo, a really, really cute buff male named Dublin. She's already named him. Um, they're totally over the moon. She sent me videos when they went to see the litter, and they're just over the moon about little Dubby. So uh, I know that the next question that's going to come out of her mouth is going to be, what do I do about training? So I thought it would be a perfect uh topic to talk about. So, um, you know, having been in, in dogs for so long, having owned so many dogs and, uh, you know, the shop and, and all of that, the pet sitting, I, I think I've heard every scenario you could possibly imagine about training. So, um, and one, uh, there was a woman, she, she moved away, but she was in the town that, that my shop was in originally. And, uh, people went to her dog after dog after dog. Um, she was the one, everyone knew of her and, and uh, it was funny because she was a tiny little thing, and I would always say to people, no dog would ever disobey Janet. Um, I would never disobey Janet. So um, she wasn't for everyone. Um, she was old school. You know, she had been doing, she had been training for, gosh, probably 35, close to 40 years, I think. Um, you know, she she didn't use one approach for every dog. She definitely, um, you know, some dogs, you know, she recognized, you know, that that some dogs respond, you know, dogs respond differently to things. If I could even say it correctly, um, you know, they respond differently to things, you know, some are very food motivated and that works. Others are very insensitive to anything. Um, you know, so, so you have to determine what, you know, what your dog is like and what they respond to and all that. So, um, but that being said, you know, there's, she, she did the type, um, where she had like a, a barn at her house and that's where she did her training. And she would go and someone would call. She would go to their house, you know, kind of do an evaluation, what they had going on in their home situation. And then the dog would transfer, you know, just transition into a group class. And she would do group classes and she would do, you know, one one class was about this and one class was about place and the next was about cars. And, you know, so so she worked that way. And, um, you know, I know she used to do board and train uh, where people would bring their dog, you know, for a week or two and she would train him and then bring them back and in, in, you know, an hour train the owner, um, of what she did. So that's a whole nother situation. Um, my boss just recently did that with a doodle that he got and apparently happy with it. Um, you know, I've, I've taken care of dogs that have been trained that way and, and they, you know, it, it, it depends on how, I think it depends on how involved the owners are, how, how much they take to the training, because it is so much just about, um, you know, how much the owner has been trained. I mean, dogs are, they're opportunists, you know, they'll, they'll look for the weakest link. And, and if you are not up to the, up to the, um, the role of being on the throne, then they're going to grab it. So, um, you know, the people have to, I think should go for board and train also is my opinion, but, um, you know, but Janet did, you know, she had her style and, um, you know, she did the group classes and, and they weren't huge. They were probably, I think like seven or eight people. Um, you know, I went to some of them and, uh, you know, then there's other people that they, they want, um, somebody, a trainer just to come to their house. They only want to ever train their dog in their house. Um, you know, and so a whole, you know, 12 sessions or, or whatever, you know, number they, they end up needing will all be done in their house. Um, you know, pros and cons to that. I mean, it's great because you're training so specifically for how your, you know, ideally your life is going to be each day with your dog. Um, you know, that's great. And they can see the interaction, like, um, you know, the space wise, the actual physical place where your dog 
is interacting does come into play about training certain things, um, you know, location and layout and all that kind of stuff. But um, there's also the drawback of you're not interacting with any other dogs and any other owners being around. So that distraction work can be really valuable. That's where a class comes in that, that it can be really valuable. Um, you know, but again, people, you know, everyone has their different opinions and what they want to accomplish with the end result is, which, you know, you do have to think about what you do want for an end result, what kind of dog you want to have and, and what behaviors are not acceptable in your lifestyle and, you know, others that are, um, some people, they like it when their dog jumps on them. You know, other people will not tolerate that for one second. Uh, you know, both pros and cons, you know, again, fine if your dog jumps on you, but what if it's, you know, someone that comes to your house and jumps on them and knocks them down and then you have a problem and, you know, so, so there's all different things to consider, but, um, then there's the big box, you know, there's some people that, you know, they always go to the local Petco or PetSmart and they buy a package and they go to training there. And that oftentimes is just kind of like a roped off section within the store. And that's where you do your training, which can be valuable, especially with all distraction kind of work, because you have all the smells, the sounds, the sights, um, you know, the other dogs, it's, it's, you know, a busy, it can be a busy place. So there's a lot of distractions there. And, and so that can pay off in the social aspect of it. Um, you know, it's just funny when, I mean, you hear stories of dogs getting kicked out of training and, you know, I, it's just too funny, but, um, you know, training is so important. I mean, it's just, it's, you know, it's, it's a shame. I think when sometimes when people think like they, that they shouldn't or don't need to start training until their dog is six months old or even a year old, I took care of a, uh, a dachshund, very, very sweet dog, did absolutely anything he wanted. Um, thank God the dog couldn't get up on anything because he, he just would have been absolutely everywhere. Um, and the owner, he was about, he was about 16 months old, I think. And the owner thought that, you know, maybe in a few months he would be old enough for training. So she was very sweet, totally in love with her dog and totally happy with his behavior. Um, she didn't see any problem with it. It was, you know, it was one of those things where you saw a lot of things that were like, wow, that could bother a lot of people, but she was happy with him and it worked for her. So, um, you know, who am I to say anything? He was a really sweet dog. I can't remember his name, but he was a very, very sweet dog. But then, you know, then there are other dogs that are like, they don't step a paw out of line. Um, you know, they're not up on the furniture. They're not, their dogs don't even go upstairs. Um, you know, some people train that right from the beginning. Um, you know, invisible fencing inside the house. I've seen that a lot. Um, I did actually take care of a weedy named Ben. Love that dog to the ends of the earth. Um, and he had invisible fencing inside and they thought I was a lunatic. They didn't believe me. Um, when I saw him come running down the stairs from upstairs, the daughter was upstairs and, uh, they didn't believe me. And he, I mean, he knew exactly what he was doing. I had been staying there for, um, like two weeks and I found my glasses chewed and I was like, what? Because they were in the living room, you know, where he, didn't go quote unquote. And, um, you know, never saw him anywhere, never tried to follow me out of the kitchen. I mean, I felt horrible. I spent so much time in the kitchen because I felt so horrible, you know, that, that he was, I mean, it was a big kitchen, but still it was where he, he was. And then in the very last day I was, they were coming home early. So I was like frantically packing and, 
they had been there for two weeks. I'm throwing stuff in the car and come run, I come back into the house and he comes running down the stairs from upstairs. And he just shot me some stink eye out of the side of his eye and ran right to his bed and just looked away. Like he wasn't doing anything wrong. I was, he was, he was like the person who, you know, goes around in a wheelchair and really can walk. I mean, that is exactly what he was like. It was, I mean, it was, it was hysterical actually. He was the best dog. I absolutely love that dog, but it explained, explained a lot. Um, you know, things that I just found were kind of out of place and I just thought, oh, I'm just being dramatic because it was, I mean, it was a monstrously huge house and it was just the two of us. So it was actually kind of a little creepy, but, um, it explained a lot, um, that he was the little stinker and, you know, just broke his training. He would take the hit on the invisible fence and he would just go in and out of it when he wanted to. So, um, you know, they are training every minute of every day, whether we think so or not. So, um, you know, just a couple of things. There's different options. Somebody who comes to your house, you go to class, uh, you can go and do board and train where you send them away, or you can go to, um, you know, the local big box store and train there. They're all good. They all have their pros. They all have their cons. Um, you know, it's just a matter of determining, you know, kind of what you want out of your dog and interview the trainers and find out what training, you know, what training techniques they use. Um, you definitely want to make sure that they aren't, this is the one type of training that I do and that's it because it doesn't work that way. I mean, dogs are just like people, they're individual and, and they have different, um, thresholds and likes and dislikes and, and just things that they'll tolerate and things that motivate them and things that unmotivate them. So, um, you know, a lot, you'll, you'll find out a lot about your dog right away. Um, you know, when you first get them about what they respond to and that's valuable information to give to a trainer. So, um, so just a couple of things. And then you get to hear about Ben cause he was just an awesome dog. He's just a great dog. Um, great, great dog. But anyways, just a few thoughts about training. So hopefully that helps you out. Um, you know, as always, if you have any questions, comments, concerns, you can always, um, email at info at sniffdog.com. You can always give a call. Uh, the number is 508-653-7387, which spells pets. You can also always head on over to our website and check out what products we have for sale. Uh, if you have any ideas about that, any suggestions, any customizations that you want to have made, you can always get in touch. All right. Uh, so hope that everybody has a good day.